0: Welcome to Dream It, Dare It, Do It, Live the Life You Want, a podcast with Jasmine, me, and with today, my friend, Eva Reynolds. How, Eva, how are you?
1: I'm great. Thank you for having me on your podcast, Jasmine. I'm very excited.
0: It's fun. I'm looking forward to our conversation. We've had a let's chat about before, so I said I have to have her on again. Um, So... Eva, just for the people who are listening to this episode, can you just let us a little bit know where you're from and what you do? Hmm, Sure. So I was born
1: in Ireland, in Hmm. the west of Ireland, and lived there for most of my life until I graduated from university and moved to the UK, to London, uh, prior to that, I'd had a few pit stops in the United States, uh, in Greece, teaching English, and, but made my home really in London for, for, for many, many years, and uh, where I founded a communications company that I grew and sold to a, the, at, at that point, FTSE 100 listed company. And I guess I, I stayed there until um, a few years back when I, I left as CEO at that point and went on to study at Michael Neal Supercoach Academy where I met you. And in between times I have um, become mother to two little girls and stepmother to uh, a little boy and a little girl. So we have a big family and Jasmine and I were just talking a little bit about uh, our latest addition to the family which is Perry, our chocolate Labrador puppy. So,
2: So that's me.
0: Nice and are you like actively a coach now that you've done super coach academy are you like is that your new business well that's that's a great question and i'm going to try and answer
1: that as best i can so <laughs> <laughs> i i am yes i'm operating as a coach in in the business in the business sector and and i guess i'm still on a voyage of discovery about how best I I want to integrate what I've learned within the Supercoach experience into how I develop my business going forward. But what I'm seeing is a huge need, an enormous need. And and perhaps, you know, I've been on a journey towards Supercoach for many years, having led a business, having run a business and understood what might have been missing along the journey. And and I guess that's that need to to really understand how we operate as human beings. And and when we understand that, we understand each other much more deeply. And when when we understand each other, we have a real opportunity to communicate and be understood and understand. And when all of those things are at play, businesses, in my opinion, can not just thrive, but really create amazing things in the world. So I guess that's where I'm at, is is figuring out the best way in which to, to have this understanding that you and I have happened upon, be more easily integrated Into how people approach their their professional lives.
0: Yeah, it's it. You know, we we're. I think we're in the same inquiry um, Mm -hmm. because, you know, one thing that's that I'm working on too right now is kind of like, you know, you take all of these classes. You know, when you're self-employed or a solopreneur or you're a small business owner, you know, it's like okay, well how do I do this? And how do I do that? And 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 what is the best way and the most productive way and the most um, time saving, you know, like there's all these things that you take these classes. So there's the marketing, and then there's the sales, and then there's the branding. And then and we can get just get so overwhelmed with it all, and yeah. just get lost into it, right. And lately, that's actually what I'm settling into also, I'm, I, I, I've been working with companies. I've been working with business owners for the past 30 years, uh, started out as an entrepreneur, as, a, as an employee and turned into an entrepreneur. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've seen that all companies are led by humans you know? So I totally get you that just understanding how we work and how we deal uh, with different things. We all deal with things. We deal with them differently. Yeah. When you're inside a company, when you're, you're working with other people, well, then you have to know how to compose i'd say with you know whatever's happening with the other people you're working with yeah. so i totally agree with you as soon as you understand yourself then you can actually understand others
1: yeah and and i guess that piece around separate realities is hugely hugely beneficial for for most people in big corporate organizations to- understand this idea that we you know we're we're all wandering around with with the video tape playing in our own heads around our version of what's really going on and and being able to to understand that that is the reality for that other person and having compassion and perhaps curiosity for that and and I guess entering into any meeting any negotiation any sale any interaction at all with an understanding that the person that you're dealing with is going to have a very different outlook on where this is going and and where it's going to end up and today only you know i i I do a, a series called what if wednesdays with Uh, a a colleague of mine from from a previous a previous job and and we look at things that have occurred or come up for us in in some of our business interactions in that particular week Uh, and the one that occurred to us this week was the idea of what if care care and and I guess it occurred to me on you know with with the valentine's day looming this idea of approaching interactions with an intention of care for the other people involved in that interaction, irrespective of our need to to meet our objective. I mean, that's there already, but what if we layered care on top of that? How might that influence not just the outcome, but also the, the experience of that interaction, the experience of that whole connection with that person or those people in that meeting. And I think for the better, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think it care and that sense of, that, that duty of care for, for other people in the transaction, not only enables a more expansive more hopeful more creative atmosphere in in that whole interaction but it also irrespective of the outcome leaves an imprint that goes beyond just what you you experienced in the moment it it leaves an imprint sometimes of of trust of hopefulness of the opportunity for more inspiration, more expansive thinking. So, I guess what I'm up to at the moment is, you know, you, you talked a lot about solopreneurship and and figuring out where where I'm I'm traveling on this road of you know super coachdom, and I'm holding up. A lot less tightly to where that's going to end up and exploring with these new eyes what could be possible in in the corporate environment with with this new understanding, with this new thinking and, and listening, listening to people and experiencing and and luxuriating in the insights that come from those interactions and seeing where they're leading and for once not really having to be absolutely clear on where it ends up and that feels really kind of like living the life that I want Jasmine in in relation to to your podcast it's it's not knowing the destination that actually I realize makes it much more fun from my point of view. Is if, if I know the ending to the movie, it's not as much fun. And not having the finish line in my sights, not being really clear about what the prize
0: is, is surprisingly much more rewarding than I realized. It's so funny because it, like you know, I I do these um, inspiration fix daily inspiration fix on on Instagram, and this morning I was you know in a creation mode, and I I was uh, there. There's something that showed up, so I, like it just shows up. I our our mutual friend Georgia Bazin, she says it drops in. She says this, <laughs> this dropped in for me. It just shows up, like all of a sudden I see it, and what showed up for me yeah. was. And this is something I'd seen before or I'd heard before, but it just kind of like, it just like landed so like it was just more grounded in, in that, in that moment. But what it is, is that there's always a gap between where you are and where you want to go. There's always a gap, but where you want to go never really arrives because you always want to go somewhere. So where we live is in the gap. Mm -hmm right? We forget that we're living in the gap. So we're always looking at where we want to go. And when we get there, we kind of go, that's it. You know, but the the joy is in the gap. It's the experience, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I I, and and I and I totally get it. Um, I'm right now, just, it's kind of like everything that I've learned. I kind of like, oh, there's a little pile here and a little pile there and a little pile here, you know, like of everything that I learned. And I'm starting to see it form. Yeah, good. It's now starting to take shape and starting to look like this is, you know, that's why I call it live the life you want, you know, and that's why I I generally speak to solopreneurs and entrepreneurs and small business owners, because we kind of do stuff on our own. And then we, we delegate stuff, but like we're, we we could get lost inside it all and then forget to live our life. Forget that what we wanted to do was like, we wanted to be solopreneurs so that we could live the life we wanted. And then we, we get stuck in the doing and the, so I, I love having the conversation of, okay, well, how did you get there? Like, so if, if you look at the title of the podcast, it's dream it, dare it, do it. Right. Yeah. So there's always dream. So there's Sorry, like, I, I don't understand. Google decided to talk <laughs> stop talking. I'm not talking to you. Uh, so it's like, So, we have this idea, this is where we want to go. And then there is, we got to let go of the thinking that we have that we can't do it. And then there's the doing. So, it sounds like, and I was listening to you speak, it sounds like you've done things in your life. You know, if I look at the business, the moving around, and the teaching and and the super coach and the kids and the step kid like you you've lived you know you've lived your life yeah so how did you do like have you had experiences of doing was difficult or has it always flowed like how was the experience of doing for you, doing Mm.
1: things? Okay, that's an interesting question. Um, I guess I have always been led by my feeling. And I'm in a general, a general a thirst for adventure, perhaps, and a, a willingness to, to try. <laughs> and um, the things that occurred to me to do that felt like a yes, and, this, and I, I think I remember Michael saying this, perhaps in our first week, the kind of, you know, the feeling, the intuition, the kind of knowing when it's a real yes, or it's kind of a quiet yes. But anytime I heard the big yes, I just went for it. And maybe that was youth. But it was also a, a real desire for experience. A real desire to savor experience. And, you know, I guess what I've learned from Super Coach is the the idea that you know there is no wrong decision (laughs) and and along the way when things didn't quite work out the way that I'd hoped I might have seen the bad news as the bad news but the enormous benefit of hindsight when we when we stand outside of it all and, and we reflect we realize that they were all Decisions. They were all the right decisions. They were the decisions that I made at the time with the information that I had, and it felt like the right thing. And and even now, looking back at all of those decisions, I wouldn't change anything. And you know, I got it right sometimes, Jasmine. And sometimes, you know, things didn't quite go the way that I expected, and there were sad times, and there were times where. You know, um, I got hurt. People got hurt, but then there were also really super joyous times and successful times and times where, you know, I felt completely alive. And you know, setting up setting up that business was so much fun. And it was more about not a, I guess, a road to world domination or a sense of wanting to create something really extraordinary it was a moment of thinking that feels like the right thing to do that feels like a really good idea that excites me and it makes me feel alive and i'm going to follow that feeling until it stops feeling like that and i guess at that point i decided to sell the business Mm. and and i guess it's listening in as much as we can each time to what feels like the right thing to do. And I guess just waiting to see where that ends up. And you know, Supercoach taught me that no matter where we land, we always have the opportunity to create a new future. That we're only ever one thought away from changing the direction of that following a feeling that is leading us in that direction do you understand what i'm saying
0: yeah definitely
1: Definitely. so i guess more than ever now looking back and looking forward i i feel that really strongly that it's up to me each time to stop and listen to how this is feeling And if it's feeling good, keep going. And knowing that I can always change the direction and it means nothing about me if I arrive at a point where this isn't looking like the outcome that I had predicted, because guess what? I'm not capable of predicting the future. (laughs) I'm only able to operate with the information that I have at any moment and I can act on that. And when I get to the point that it feels like maybe I need to change direction, I can change direction, and it doesn't mean anything about me. And every time you let go of the what that might mean, you get to move on more freely to the next to the next thing, and and that's the dare it bit. I think it's it's knowing that you're always just doing the best that you can based on what you know and if you are feeling which to me is the strongest guide to my own safety I can trust myself with my own safety and if my feeling is telling me to go in that direction well I'm going to go in that direction until it tells me something else. Yeah it's like
0: it's basically it's basically no matter what no matter what, we're okay. Yeah. Like, and you know, the other day I was, I was talking, I don't remember, I've been talking to so many people, but I was talking with someone and we were talking about, you know, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. Even if, even if in the next moment I die, right, right now I'm okay.
2: Mm-hmm. You
0: know, there's like, it's, it's now up until and including death, you know, whether we like, so, so you could be afraid of it. Yeah. But the fact is, it is what it is. There's no right and there's no wrong. There's just what is. So if that moment is that, then live in the moment. There's really no future. You know, there's just what's happening now. What can you do now? And you may have felt like you've controlled it at some time in your life yeah but mm, i really doubt that you have (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like we have no control over it i mean just look at the pandemic i mean we've got no control this is like the perfect you know thing to see how we have no control over this the only thing we can do is in this moment am i okay Yes. Okay. Yeah. Deal with that in that moment. Yeah. And I kind
1: of think if if I had obstacles or if I had things that held me back, you know, previously, prior to to gaining our our understanding of the principles, it might have been moods, actually. And... And what that what what that meant about me. And um, I think understanding that having moods, good moods, bad moods, and where those led meant nothing about me. It was just a very human experience. And what led from those moods, the good feelings or the or the bad feelings. And what happened, consequently, the the judgment about where those moods led me, that was probably the most rate-limiting part of my existence, was taking that too seriously, paying that way too much attention. And seeing that clearly for what it was, thought in the moment, that had led me astray helped free up so much extra energy for me so much extra time and energy not spent ruminating about where my thinking had led me and what that meant about me understanding that we all have moods and some days we're going to have moods that take us in a direction of thinking that might not be productive and not letting it mean anything about who I am or what I'm capable of or where I'm going. And and really seeing that, that probably was the, the biggest insight I had and have had to date around the principles. And the one that's, helped me let myself off the hook, helped me let other people off the hook and freed up so much more time and energy to pursue the things that are important to me, that matter and spend less time just in the depths of my murky thinking about my inadequacies or you know whatever else might come up
0: today was uh i'm i'm doing the course fearless living with michael lovely and uh so uh for those of you who don't know michael this is talking about michael neal he's basically our mentor the the person that we've uh, done super coach academy with and you know our our inquiry is all about you know learning how humans work that's the essence of it all and uh how powerful our our you know our thinking is and in today's uh podcast um michael was addressing and i'm i'm drawing a blank now because i you know (laughs) i kind of like went to another place in my mind um But oh yes, so Michael was like, you know, at one point he decided to tell his family that he was prioritizing happiness from now on. He says, you know, I I think I'm gonna prioritize happiness. And that, you know, people thought that the people in his life, he said the people in my life that I loved were like telling me, oh man, when is he gonna wake up? You know, (laughs) and it made me think that, you know, I'm I'm the same. And I I did this, but I did, I did it with harmony. I prioritize harmony. And the, the thought that came to my mind was, you know, I prioritize harmony. And this, and if this makes me a doormat, then so be it. You know? It's kind of like what I want and like I, I will always prioritize harmony over being right or being wrong, you Mm -hmm. know, and I can, there's like these things that I do and that I now catch myself doing. Like the other day I was talking with somebody and I caught myself defending. I was defending myself. Like somebody was attacking me and, and I kind of saw it in my being. Yeah. I was like, like having this face, you know, and this banging on the, and I'm like, why am I like, this person wasn't attacking me. So it's like, no, no, no. Because there's, there's this thing of, of, um, you know, there's, there's a reaction, there's action, reaction that just, they just work together. Yeah. Like it's like, it's, it's the same coin. You, you do an action, there's a reaction. And you know, if you're defending yourself, well, of course, the person's going to react. They're going to, they're going to continue attacking. If you do nothing with it, then there's nothing that's going to happen. And it's just like the more that I look at how, uh, how human being works and how I work, um, I I can see it in action. Like Mm. I can literally see myself in action. And I, uh, if, if once I see something clearly, then I can do something about it. Mm. Absolutely.
1: You can step out of your own way. And you know, that's what you've just described, was saying, if my priority is harmony, why would I get in the way of that? Why would I put something in the way of that? And, you know, it's interesting that, you know, you talk about what we do to get in the way of prioritizing harmony and prioritizing happiness. And I guess when when we started, you know, when I thought about living my best life and and coming on this podcast and and what it looked like, and I can tell you about 10 years ago and possibly less than 10 years ago, it might have meant a discussion about my career. But today it looks a whole lot different. It It looks mainly at how I get to give the best part of myself to my children and my stepchildren and my partner and how the other things that I pursue in my professional life fulfill me and sustain me to to live the other part of my life in the most harmonious way and to, to show up better to those important relationships in my life. and. And, you know, the more that I explore this, the more that I see the symbiotic relationship between the two. And and we're always looking for the balance there. We're looking for the nourishment that we need for our own souls, for what sustains us as as, as people. And, And when that balance has been tipped in, you know, in favor of then being able to show up as best we can for the other commitments in our lives and be it partners or children or pets. Um, But yeah, that's where I find myself spending time is really considering where that balance lands and, and how I manage manage to keep those two those two pieces in harmony and and you know I I know when when they're not and I'm able I I'm better able to to see that coming and to react to it and to understand when I need to adjust and for me that is living my best life it's it's seeing that ahead of time it's it's understanding it and knowing that you know pulling back in some of those areas means nothing other than that's what i need in the moment to to show up the best that i can to all of the things that matter to me in my life
0: yeah it's like we um we We kind of switched our focus of on the want, you know, like it's living the life we want, right? Mm -hmm. But it's it's I think it's more like instead of looking at what do we want, is what is life? Yeah, what is life all about? What are we are we here to get the car, get the you know the house, get the you know, whatever it is, the pants, <laughs> or, or is it that we're here to live, to laugh, to have joy, to, to grieve, to, you know, like, all of those things that make us human beings.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know, for a fact that I would, you know, there were things that I was squishing, like there are things that I didn't want to feel. <laughs> so I would like, just shut it out and 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 say, okay, I'm not gonna, I don't want to feel this. And I don't want to feel that. And, and, you know, like, I didn't want to feel, for example, I, like, for me, it was it's comfort, like, I need to feel comfortable. Yeah, right. So I didn't want to feel discomfort. It was kind of like all or nothing. I had this this was a a theme actually with me it was all or nothing you know Mm -hmm. it was either I loved or I didn't love it was like there was no there was a misunderstanding of what actually it was what the 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 love was what Mm -hmm. the comfort was like comfort and discomfort go together so sometimes I will be uncomfortable you Mm -hmm. know but it doesn't mean that I don't do it. Like, cause then that cuts off that, that, that limits my life. Yeah. And I don't want limits. I actually don't want limits. If, if there's one thing that I know is I wanted to live the live, my, I I've always wanted to live the life I want because mm-hmm. I didn't like the limits. I didn't want to be fit in a box. I didn't, I never wanted to work a nine to five job. That was a box. That was boring. That was like, I didn't want to go there. Right. So, but it took me go to, you know, working whenever I want and get totally exhausted because now I have absolutely no structures. And I realized that I actually need structure to live the life I want. Yeah. Like it actually took that for me to see it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. But it's kind of, I guess, you know, talking about discomfort and knowing that, you know, that is our, the fullest expression of our lives is that we, we feel comfort, we feel discomfort, we feel joy and sadness and pain and all of the whole gamut of emotions and that none of it is permanent, (laughs) And, and that we move through those states and those feelings and nothing stays the same. And knowing that we can be okay, irrespective of any of it, that at core that we are, we're strong, that we have resilience, we have an inbuilt mechanism to overcome all of it, allows us... to to step into the unknown, to allow ourselves to experience that and to know that we'll be okay. And each time we do that, knowing that we've got this, really we do. And we're reading the GPS and, and it comes back to what we talked about at the beginning, which is the feeling you know, following the feeling. Does this feel like I'm moving in the right direction? And if it does, we well, follow that until it stops feeling like that. And then you, and then you, you take a different direction. And, and that was a super eye-opener for me to know that that's all we really need to know. We are the best judges of what's right for us no yeah. one else can tell us the direction of travel and we're here to live our own lives on our own terms yeah and the you only know. navigation system is inside us yeah and there's like something even really home. liberating about that
0: yeah that's the, it like it's all these people that are listening to us like all these thousands and thousands of people that are listening oh, yeah. to us oh <laughs> yeah you know, it's like we're not. Don't, don't even, don't even follow what we're saying because this was for us. Just look for yourself. What do mm-hmm. you hear? What is it? What sounds like? Yeah, that's true for me too. Just go with that, mm-hmm. and then go live the life you want. And do that all the time. Like, just it's. it's how's that for me right now? Exactly wow wow i think this is a perfect time to stop what do you think i love it i think it just it just arrived
1: didn't it yes, that it just is. that moment
0: voila it it is all done well eva thank you so much thank you so much tell me uh, th- like do you have a website like if people want to reach out to you should they find you on facebook or linkedin Okay, well, yeah, I've just I've just finished a
1: website, and it is the Engagement and that is where you can find me, and I will share the details with you. You can find me on LinkedIn. I'm uh, at Eva Reynolds, and yeah, those are. That's my main social uh, social media pit shop. Okay. <laughs> On Facebook, I'm just little old me. Okay.
0: I'm going to put them in the description of the, of the podcast. Well, thank you so much for accepting my invitation again. It was a beautiful talking to you.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, Jasmine.
0: And for those of you who are still listening, I have a segment with my friend, Amy, that's coming up. And um, I asked Amy a question about, you know, the blood type diet, because I heard that, you know, it was a good thing. And so that's what we're having a chat about. So I'm gonna start that out for you guys, enjoy the chat, and uh, we'll see you soon. Take care, bye. Well, hi, this is the segment, Eat What You Want. And uh, I have my friend again, Amy Crippen. Hi, Amy. Hi. Amy, the other day, I, well, it's not just the other day, a long time ago, I fell into this, um, on, on this book, um, eat according to your blood type. So I'm O negative. So in the O negative, I saw that I can't eat strawberries, which totally sucks. Uh, (laughs) I love strawberries. Can I tell you, I don't listen to it. Uh, I still Mm -hmm. eat strawberries. And um, they said that they say that the the O negative is an ancient blood type and that I should be eating a lot of meat, especially beef, red meats and stuff like that. And I have to admit, I kind of like love meat. I, and I'm an animal lover and, you know, like I have to not think about what they do to the animal. <laughs> uh, I think I'm a closet vegan, but my body's like,
1: give me meat. So it might be your blood type. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I was wondering, like, um, what do you think about, first of all, have you ever heard of the blood type? Like, it's not a diet. It's like, uh, eat according to your blood type kind of thing. Um, and uh, because as you know, I don't like dieting. But like, can we can we talk about that for those people who are like looking to eat what they want and they're not eating what they want? Yeah. Um so
2: I don't know a lot. I, I mean I've heard of the the blood type diet, but I, I've never like done any sort of research on it or read really anything um particular. Um and i can definitely share my own experience too of mm-hmm. of dieting you know and knowing what that feels like and not even realize i'm dieting i think i'm just trying to lean into um healthier habits right i notice i put on some weight i want to i want to lose the weight so I, all diets fundamentally have a calorie deficit right cuz the the calories in you know are supposed to be less than what you're expending it's this this, um, mathematical measurement. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because like scientifically, we don't even have a really good measurement of how many calories are in each thing. It's not very, um, like precise. Yeah. So accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Calories is a unit of energy, right? Like, so it's measuring energy, you know? So it's, it's trying to say what you take in will expend this amount of unit of energy. And there's really just no way to really scientifically study that because our bodies really adapt to whatever is needed. Um, and, and, and so my experience has just been that I didn't even realize I was dieting. <laughs> I didn't think that's what it was until I really started um, uh, listening to my body and, and, um, you know, really evaluating what, how I wanted to feel and noticing the difference and, and the choices that I was making and how it actually made me feel. Cause, because that's actually what I want. I want to, I, uh, I want to feel that way.
0: I want to, just cause, you know, I, I want to do a little parentheses here mm-hmm. because, you know, people like me are looking at you going you were freaking dieting. Come on, give me a break. Uh (laughs) Well, I lost 60 pounds though. So, you you know, yeah. That's what I want you to talk about because I know, like I knew, Mm -hmm. I knew that that's what happened to you, but anybody that's just listening to you and don't know you, they don't know this. Mm -hmm. So like, that's what happened to you when you lost your 60 pounds.
2: Yeah. And well, and I think it's interesting to talk about this too, because I put on the 60 pounds the same way we talked about in the last segment from stress and responding to the stress with a donut and a coffee every single day for like, I don't know, a year and a half <laughs> or something. Yeah. And I love that donut. I just wanted to go in and have the donut. And, and then I felt all of the lack of energy. I felt totally burnt out. I didn't realize, you know, I felt like it was coming at me. I didn't realize it was, you know, the way that I was like responding to, to the stress, you know? So, um, yeah, so it, it, it's, um, it was a slower, I didn't have like some amazing, like I lost 60 pounds in three months. It took me like, you know, I don't even really quite remember, but you know, it took me a year or something like that. It just slowly came off. And, but the nice thing is that, um, you know, like I, I don't have to like, I don't stress about food anymore, you know? So you were
0: literally just listening to your body.
2: Yeah. I mean, but also taking, I, I was taking that information and you know, that we're, we're, told about, um, you know, trying to eat more foods that I know come from like the earth, right? Like it, it, it's here. It's not in a box of chips and Cheetos and stuff. am not saying I wouldn't ever have those or yeah. brownies. I, you know, I was, that was part of the mindful eating process. I was being um, cognizant of those things, but I just, uh, I didn't, I didn't put out, some days I would eat a lot. Some days I'd hardly eat anything because that's kind of how our appetites work sometimes because that energy expenditure, very, very um, variant.
0: Yeah, we have these rules, you know, like those of us who um, are in the I need to lose weight world uh, have pretty much read every possible thing out there, Um, you know. Well, you shouldn't eat after seven. You shouldn't eat before four. You shouldn't uh, have sugar after eight p.m. You shouldn't have fruit. You should have fruit. You should. You shouldn't have carrots. You should have greens. You should. It's just like it becomes. It. It's just so chaotic, you know. And it like for me, like literally, I was just like, whatever screw all of this. I am how I am. And if you don't like it, stop looking, because this is how I am, you know. And, uh, and I, I I think I've, I said this in the prior uh, session, but I basically just put this, all of the all of this subject, I put it in a box, and I said, "Okay, I put a key on it, and I stored it way, way far away, so that I didn't have to look at it." And I was just like, "No, I'm not looking at that anymore. I'm going to eat what I want, when I want, how I want, and that's it," you know. And then that has definitely uh, created that I gained a lot of weight, you know. Like, and and on top of it, at the same time, I was watching my health in the sense that, you know, I stopped smoking. You know, Mm -hmm. I was like, it was clear for me. It was like, okay, no, I'm not going to smoke anymore. This doesn't work for me. Uh, I don't drink software. Uh, Don't drink (laughs) software. I don't drink software. No, I don't. I use software a lot. I don't drink soft drinks. You know, Um, I stopped in 2011. Although I did start back again, but I, it's just like one per month kind Mm -hmm. of thing you know where as opposed to it used to be you know two cans of diet pepsi per lunch per dinner you know um so it just gets very like we kind of we create these rules we've heard these rules and we've adopted some of them and then we haven't adopted some of them (laughs) like we we refused some and accepted some You know, like I don't eat after seven, you know, like that one, I've adopted it, but is it true? Mm, I don't know. I have no idea.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I played with that sort of stuff too. The, um, the, what do you call it? Uh, intermittent fasting, you know, and, and then that's where some of this stuff gets really sugar-coated as like, Oh, that makes sense. Paleo. Like we weren't supposed to eat that way. Oh, that makes sense. My blood type. Yeah. Oh, got it. My body should rest and not eat, you know, and have periods of rest, which is true. I mean, like we have periods of rest, but it just, it just literally, if we tune into the hunger in a different way, when we tune in and notice Leah, that the experience and where it's coming from and, and are mindful of like, are we just, do, are we just eating to eat? Yeah. Cause I do that sometimes too. Like I still catch myself doing it sometimes. It's not like I have this like perfect um, expression of never eating when I'm not hungry, but it doesn't feel as comfortable anymore because as much as as I got used to the donut every day and feeling icky, I now have like gotten used to like feeling better and know when I'm like, I almost forgot what it felt like to feel good, you know, in that state. And we can, really, um, we can really trust ourselves um, that we don't have to show up perfect for this at all.
0: So funny because, you know, the past few, I, I, I'm gonna say since the beginning of the year, um, and, and it's recent during, while we're recording this, we're actually still in January, but um, I'm really, I, I, I have been skipping a meal. Mm -hmm. And I usually don't skip a meal because, you know, it's like, you have to have your three meals. That was kind of like the thing that showed up for me, but I've been skipping, skipping a meal and I have been waking up, you know, in the middle of the night, hungry. And, and I've just been like, yeah, I'll eat in the morning. Just go back to bed, you know, go, go back to sleep girl. And it's been fine. You know, I haven't been, um, uh, you know I, I haven't died by skipping skipping a meal, but I notice that I still believe that if I don't do my three meals a day i 'm gonna get fat like I have to do my three meals a day and then what I also notice is that because i didn't do my three meals a day, I kind of go start you know i that girl Thought that hammers girl. yeah thought yeah. hammers right mm-hmm. so now there there is adding stress like i'm adding stress and pressure to myself so um what would you tell me in this situation like should i continue to do this
2: no that's definitely a no i but... know that was a stupid question but <laughs> it wasn't <some> stupid <laughs> yeah we definitely can't like keep you know hammering ourselves um because it it working yeah are, are you stopping the habit no it's not helpful right so so it seems like okay well then there has to be an, an upstream new idea for something mm-hmm. fresh something yeah. new to land on this you know to approach it in a way i haven't done before and have have you ever just tried listening to your body
0: in a way where you yeah Yeah. well I think that I haven't been eating because I wasn't hungry Mm -hmm. yeah that's why I didn't like I was like okay I'm fine I I don't need to eat I was looking at the time like now it's eight like what am I gonna like make pasta and then I'm gonna be full I'm like no no you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and
2: it's this element of control that we sometimes want right that we want to like when when we do have the goal of like losing weight we want to control how fast it comes off and like watch how fast it's coming off and oh look now we gained two pounds back like what are we doing wrong you know instead of just like flowing with the consistent like what actually maintains weight loss is that consistent habit and um, if we're, if we're looking for a diet that we would never want to live on for the rest of our life, it makes no sense to even put that in, in the, as a solution,
0: you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm, I'm, I was going to say, I'm not looking to lose weight. Obviously I am looking to lose weight, but I'm not looking really at the weight. I, what I, not aiming for a certain weight. I'm not, I'm, I want to be natural. I want to be, you know, at my natural weight for the body that I have. And I want to be able to move the way that I want to move. And I'm feeling more and more like that. I know that the past few years I've been working on my movement and my eating and my habits. And I've been looking at seeing, you know, the mental thinking, the, all the, the, the psychology that's there that I'm like trying to figure out that really makes no difference anyways and just trying to live in the moment so um yeah I just want to be the natural Jasmine you know and I haven't seen her in a little while but I'm seeing her show up more and more so yeah so I I'm looking forward to more of our conversations Amy
2: yeah me too me too I'm just keeping you
0: yeah thank you so Thank you very much for doing this again. Everybody, keep doing it. Eat what you want. Look at it. Be mindful. Amy, what else do you like, would you like? How would you like to end this segment? Yeah. Um,
2: just be gentle with yourself, you know? Mm. Yeah, don't layer. Um, our worth is not, and our bodies are what we eat. Mm. Our bodies and what we eat are just, Part of the experience, and we should really enjoy both.
0: Cool. Thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.